Hello, NPR friends. New day, new episode. This will be a two-part series on taxes. Just before the tax deadline of Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. Yo, 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 yo. Whether you're wearing pants or not, welcome to No Pants Required. I'm your host, X3C, and thanks for joining. Today's episode, episode number 74, Avoid Jail, Get a Tax Accountant. But before we dive into the episode, let's jump into the quickie. Today's quickie is about a new trend. Maybe it's not a new trend. Maybe it's a new trend that I'm just paying attention to. Cash app requests for birthdays. You have to be really cocky MF <laughs> to post on your social media or wherever you post a request asking your followers, your friends, your family for cash on your birthday. Look, I'm also a very ambitious person. Sometimes my brain just go to thinking about ideas and I really want to execute some of those. And I don't have necessarily funds for some of the ideas I have. And so would it be nice for a bunch of people to pitch in and help out? Sure. But I never go through with it. I never execute it because those are ideas. And I realize if I want to host something, if I want to have a celebration, and if I can't afford it myself, I'm not going to ask anyone else to pitch in and do it for me. Absolutely not. Now, some of you may disagree with me. Sure, that's fine. I don't really care because that's the whole point of the quickie. It's about what I think is insane. And cash app requests on your birthday, posting on social media, asking people to cash app you. Hell, even strangers out there asking people to cash app them. What? No, I wish you could cash app somebody a negative 25 cents and they deduct money from their account and give it to me. Like, wh why am I donating money to you? Now, I can get it. You may say, what if I really want to give the person the gift? I don't really know what they want. So let me just cash app this individual some money for their birthday. Sure. I think that's a cop out. I'd rather just spend time with people or make something or do some type of gesture that's a little bit more thoughtful. There we go. And creative when you can have something that's, that has a little bit more meaning to it. Now, again, I understand some people really do like cash and they do want money, but putting a request out on social media, asking individuals to donate, it's insane, unheard of. Please make it stop. Please make it stop today, right now. And that's the quickie for today, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and others. So I have a big lineup for you guys on the next two episodes. 
today's episode, Avoid Jail, Get a Tax Accountant, and next week's episode. I'm really excited about this. I really wanted to bring in a tax advisor or an accountant to have this conversation with me, but I also wanted to have the conversation based off of my experiences, right? So I decided maybe that comes at a later time, maybe next year for tax season, I can bring in a tax accountant or advisor. So I want to talk about taxes, right? This year, I want to just dive really in depth about tax accountants, how they are essential, paid versus free services, annual tax laws that change that we may not be aware of, that we probably should be aware of, filing jointly, head of household, separately, um, what's the benefits of filing different type types, I should say, um, and obviously some critical mistakes, and that's where we're going to start the episode. Avoid jail, get a tax accountant. It's really personal to me because I was not one that was headed in the direction of jail, but I definitely made some mistakes in my lifetime as it relates to taxes and paying taxes. For full disclosure, I've always paid my taxes annually. Did not have any years where I did not pay. Every year, I absolutely paid my taxes. However, I made some mistakes along the way. So, this advice is to everyone who's listening. You, yes, you right now, in your car, in your shower, getting ready for work, at the gym, sitting on a sofa, wherever you are, this episode is for you. So, I'm not a tax accountant, nor am I an accountant nor am I a financial advisor. But I can tell you, based on my experiences, I have some information that I think would be very useful for you guys. So let me explain my tax experiences. I'm not going to go all the way back, but I can say I have about five years under my belt over my lifetime of filing my own taxes, self-tax preparation. In fact, I think I even did a few of them for my family members um, when I was really into it. But these were just basic standard filings, right? This was nothing more complex at the time, not additional filings at that time. It was really the standard of deductions. And over that period of time, I you know, began to work in different professions and as that occurred, I decided, you know, you hear people say, oh, I can get money back from here or you can get money back from there. And there's always air quote loopholes or other situations that may be applicable to other people that may not be applicable to you and your situation and your financial situation. So over the course of my lifetime, I've been audited twice by the IRS which was really frustrating at the time because I did not self-file when I was audited. This is when I was following friends telling me, oh, I can get, I got back an X amount of dollars, thousands actually, and you could get the same or something very similar, not fully knowing how taxes work. I jumped on the on a bandwagon, went to that same person, 
filed, got some money back. A couple of years later, I was audited. And in total, based off of both of those audits and partially my own fault, I owed 25K in back taxes. This happened well over 10 years ago, um, but it was definitely partially, I should say, uh, maybe probably 75% my fault. There were things I was doing that was directly related to why I owed money. And then it became compounding because it, the following year, I would have to owe taxes. And then the subsequent year after that, I'm audited again, right? So it's an audit, paying back taxes, audited again. And all of that just compounded and added up to a total of 25K. And so I was clearly underpaying taxes. And here's what I was doing. I was filing exemptions up to nine. So I thought it was not necessarily a game, but I definitely played it as if it was a game. I would, for about a three or six month period, claim nine dependencies on my W-2, or the W-4. And I, that would be, that obviously would lower the tax amount that was, that would come out of each paycheck, bringing home more money in pocket. So I think the first two, maybe, maybe the first two, two, maybe even three years, that strategy actually worked. And I only would do it for three to six months of the year. The rest of the year, I would file, I would claim just myself which is typically in normal situations. So it, again, it worked and I would necessarily, I would not get a refund, which was fine because I just wanted to ensure I was paying the taxes that I was required to pay. Well, I began to make more money and that game and that strategy <laughs> did not work the following year. Now, again, all of this is around the same time doing those two audits and having to back pay and taxes. So as my salary increased, I really should have changed the strategy, AKA I really should have stopped doing what I was doing, but I continued anyways. Right. And the story goes where I had to work things out and it didn't become, I really didn't change my ways until one day there was a lien on my check. And I panicked and I mean, I severely panicked, not knowing what to do, confused. I got myself in a situation and that's when I jumped on. I need to get myself out of here, out of the situation. And I did pay the 25 K done with moved on with life. Part of the reason why this episode is really personal to me. And I want to share this information with you guys is because I honestly think Getting a tax accountant is the way to go. And here's why. But I'll give you a funny story. <laughs> when, <laughs> so I was going to my accountant. I actually found one. And he helped me work my way out of that 25K debt that I had. Told me some things I should be doing. Really educated me on taxes in general. Really got knowledgeable. I actually started reading a lot more in that arena. And I have a better understanding of taxes in general and, and how 
not necessarily complicated it is because it's really not complicated. Now, it can be if you're doing beyond the standard deductions, sure. But just a standard deduction, your tax bracket, so on and so forth. I explain that in a minute. It's pretty simple. You know, you pay your taxes, what you owe, and that's it. Um, but funny story here is I actually asked our tax accountant whether it mattered or not if we got married. <laughs> and would that help us in terms of paying taxes? And his response was, you don't get married for that reason. You get married for love. Now, yes, for those who kind of sort of subscribe to that, sure. But yeah, we found it to be very funny. So um, yeah, we're not getting married for that reason. I'm just saying it, it was really funny asking him because we really wanted his advice on marriage and how it's beneficial or not is beneficial. And so we discovered our situation is different. It's easier to file separately. We filed a house together. Um, and obviously that works because we don't have kids, right? And so um, obviously when kids are involved, it's a whole different dynamic there. You absolutely should have an accountant for that. So here's my reasons why I think it's essential. So filing taxes on your own, it can save you money and time compared to going back and forth with working with an accountant. However, you may still have to pay like the filing fees for your federal and state taxes. And that's pretty minimal compared to uh, fees of an accountant, right? And so free versus paid tax services, there are benefits, in my opinion, either way. But I can tell you, hell yes, there are benefits to get an accountant. But if you're filing a simple, again, standard deduction, then sure, free services will suffice and can save you some cheddar. That's money if you didn't know. <laughs> right? However, if you are filing beyond the basic 1040 form, then I strongly recommend an accountant. If you've created any type of side hustle, then get yourself an accountant. Ask the right questions from your accountant. And when I mean the right questions, I mean ask any damn question. And lots of them. Just hit them up or her up. Over and over. Bunch of questions. Do it. Gain the knowledge you really, really need. No question is too simple. Ask whatever you like. Really get a full grasp and understanding of your tax burden. So if your accountant is good, then you will have the tips and suggestions. That's the key there. Some suggestions and options to lower your tax burden. It took me some years to finally grasp it, to be honest. But after finally listening, <laughs> it made total sense. So there are additional reasons why I think getting a tax accountant is important. And I'm saying tax accountant, you can use your, your regular accountant. It just depends on how you want it structured. Um, annual tax laws do change. And depending on your state and at the federal level, you know, you have to really just read through all of that and understand. It's a lot. And so I would suggest to save yourself heartache, pain. And if you even miss something, avoid that. Pay the annual fee. 
It's not that much in a greater scheme, especially if you're making mistakes as I was making early on. Um, so I'm not going to go through like a list of like tax laws that's changed because again, they change every year. Sometimes laws come in and you're required to file certain forms and other years those forms come in, but you're not required to file them. Hey, it's a lot to, to decipher and laws change often. So again, tax accountant, help yourself avoid jail. Now, when you're filing jointly or separately, if you're married, again, if you have kids, there is not one size that fits all. You know, each person's tax liability, it varies. And there is no way to like to give one person a, a straight up answer. However, there are marginal tax brackets jointly, separately, head of household, um, and they're broken into seven standard tax brackets. It's pretty easy based off your, your, it's not your amount of money you make, it's a taxable income that you make. And so the sooner you understand each bracket and where you fall, it will help you and prepare for how much taxes you are required to pay annually. So here's the rub. And some people look at it differently. I won't say it's one or the other, but in my experience, I have mostly grouped my conversations I've had with people into two buckets. One bucket is you pay the bare minimum, which is required, and not a cent more. Others pay a you know standard amount each year and okay with receiving a, um, a refund. So again, like some people do require, a, but, they, but those people who want to pay just that the exact amount that's owed and not want cent more, those individuals fully understand the tax burden that they owe to the federal government. And that's perfectly fine. It just depends on how you want to navigate it. So those people like to take that money and invest in other type of investments or gains um, or, or just be creative with it or use that money for whatever the case is, right? But I often hear folks say they want to take that money and reinvest it or invest it somewhere. But they really don't. You know, or, or people really doing that, the folks I've talked to, they're really not. They're really not taking that dollar amount that they would have overpaid in their taxes and actually put that somewhere else. I'm pretty sure they probably spent it on food or something other, right? But I'm not here to judge anyone else. I'm just here to say, if that is what you're doing, I do applaud it. It makes total sense. I'm just not on that boat. <laughs> so I do recognize that, you know, there's, I want to say stress that's involved in that. Um, but understanding your tax burden and, and all of that takes a little bit more education and understanding and knowledge. So for me, I just rather pay the standard deduction. In essence, giving the federal government a tax-free loan on your money. I get it. But that money is owed back to me. And that is what is called a refund. And we'll dump, jump more into that into next week's episode. So I personally love the refund. Yes, I can invest that same amount, potentially make interest or dividends on that money. However, I prefer the one lump sum once a year, then invest it. Psychologically, 
that matters to me. I don't know why, but it does. But again, more on that in the conclusion of the series, which is next week. There's also benefits of starting your own business. Obviously, there are like tax advantages and liability to, liabilities to consider. Um, but if you are an entrepreneur, then you already have an accountant, right? You should. Most definitely should. But if you do not, I hope you have a savings plan and you are paying your taxes annually. So I want to leave you guys with these two tips that I found on Twitter. Don't at me. These are legit tips are really examples that I found priceless and I really want to share with you guys. Um, and so here you go. Um, so I read on Twitter about if you own a business and you have kids under 18 years old, you can pay them up to $13,850 tax free and deduct that amount from your taxable income uh, that in essence is lowering your tax burden potentially taking you from one tax bracket to another hopefully obviously a lower tax bracket right so instead of you paying 24 percent tax uh, amount that's due annually you could possibly reduce that down to the 12 percent. that really matters there's a big difference there about half that's, that's a big difference. But I find this to be fascinating. You, you have your own business. You employ your kid. You actually paid your child. And that amount you paid your kid, you can actually reduce your tax liability. That is insane. So, obviously, your child would not have to owe taxes. So, their taxes would be $0. And you can legally, legally avoid paying $13,850. So, when you really think about it, you really could invest, you know, the first $6,500 in a tax-free Roth IRA. I mean, that's it's pretty dope, right? You're paying your kid and you can actually break it out and, and, and set up something for this child's future. I mean, there's a lot of different nuances out there. And I just found this one to be really fascinating. So thank you again, Twitter. And then the last one, which I kind of covered a little bit earlier, was the tax. <laughs> this was called a tax misconception. So, as I mentioned earlier, you know, a tax refund is not a gift from the federal government. And some people actually think it is. It's not. It's an overpayment of your tax bill. Receiving a large refund is giving the government, and I mentioned this earlier, a interest fee loan throughout the year. This money you could invest in. And as I mentioned earlier as well, I do invest it, but I do it on a latter end. So, I get it. So, here's... What I found to be fascinating that the average refund is roughly $3,000 and that goes to over 40 million Americans receiving refunds. This means 40 million Americans is overpaying their taxes <laughs> every year when you think about it. And whatever that dollar amount equates to annually, the federal government is using that money for some reason. And then that money is then owed back to you. What if the federal government is actually taking that money and investing that money, making interest off of that money, giving your, your refund back, but in essence have made money, profit off of your money, your interest-free loan? I'm not going to go on a tangent in this area, but I won't do that to you guys. Do want to tell you again, avoid jail. Get a tax accountant. Okay, good chat.
Until next week, remember, positive energy leads to positive vibes. Don't forget to subscribe. If this is your first time joining, No Pants Required can be found on Google Podcasts or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Peace. Thank you.